Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we are reading Ezekiel chapters 40 and 41. On April 28th, during the 25th year of our captivity, 14 years after the fall of Jerusalem, the Lord took hold of me. In a vision from God, he took me to the land of Israel and set me down on the very very high mountain. From there, I could see toward the south what appeared to be a city. As he brought me nearer, I saw a man whose face shone like bronze standing beside a gateway entrance. He was holding in his hand a linen measuring cord and a measuring rod. He said to me, Son of man, watch and listen. Pay close attention to everything I show you. You have been brought here so that I can show you many things. Then you will return to the people of Israel and tell them everything you have seen. I could see a wall completely surrounding the temple area. The man took a measuring rod that was ten and a half feet long and measured the wall, and the wall was ten and a half feet thick and ten and a half feet high. Then he went over to the eastern gateway. He climbed the steps and measured the threshold of the gateway. It was ten and a half feet front to back. There were guard alcoves on each side built into the gateway passage. Each of these alcoves was ten and a half feet square with a distance between them of eight and three quarters feet along the passage wall. The gateway's inner threshold, which led to the entry room at the inner end of the gateway passage, was ten and a half feet front to back. He also measured the entry room of the gateway. It was fourteen feet across, with supporting columns three and a half feet thick. This entry room was at the inner end of the gateway structure, facing toward the temple. There were three guard alcoves on each side of the gateway passage. Each had the same measurements, and the dividing walls separating them were also identical. The man measured the gateway entrance, which was 17 and a half feet wide at the opening, 22 and three-quarter feet at the gateway passage. In front of each of the guard alcoves was a 21-inch curb. The alcoves themselves were ten and a half feet on each side. Then he measured the entire width of the gateway, measuring the distance between the back walls facing the guard alcoves. This distance was forty-three and three-quarter feet. He measured the dividing walls all along the inside of the gateway up to the entry room of the gateway. This distance was one hundred and five feet. The full length of the gateway passage was 87 and a half feet from one end to the other. There were recessed windows that narrowed inward through the walls of the guard alcoves and their dividing walls. There were also windows in the entry room. The surfaces of the dividing walls were decorated with carved palm trees. Then the man brought me through the gateway into the outer courtyard of the temple. 
A stone pavement ran along the walls of the courtyard, and 30 rooms were built against the walls, opening onto the pavement. This pavement flanked the gates and extended out from the walls into the courtyard the same distance as the gateway entrance. This was the lower pavement. Then the man measured across the temple's outer courtyard between the outer and inner gateways. The distance was 175 feet. The man measured the gateway on the north side just as the one on the east. Here, too, there were three guard alcoves on each side with dividing walls in an entry room. All the measurements matched those of the east gateway. The gateway passage was 87 and a half feet long and 43 and three-quarter feet wide between the back walls of the facing guard alcoves. The windows, the entry room, and the palm tree decorations were identical to those on the east gateway. There were seven steps leading up to the gateway entrance, and the entry room was in the inner end of the gateway passage. Here on the north side, just as on the east, there was another gateway leading into the temple's inner courtyard directly opposite this outer gateway. This distance between the two gateways was 175 feet. Then the man took me around to the south gateway and measured its various parts, and they were exactly the same as the others. It had windows along the walls as the others did, and there was an entry room where the gateway passage opened into the outer courtyard. And like the others, the gateway passage was 87 and a half feet long and 43 and three quarter feet wide between the back walls of the facing guard alcoves. This gateway also had a stairway of seven steps leading up to it and an entry room at the inner end and palm trees decorating along the dividing walls. And here again, directly opposite the outer gateway, was another gateway that led into the inner courtyard. The distance between the two gateways was 175 feet. Then the man took me to the south gateway leading into the inner courtyard. He measured it, and it had the same measurements as the other gateways. Its guard alcoves, dividing walls, and entry room were the same size as those in, in the others. It also had windows along its walls and in the entry room, and like the others, the gateway passage was 87 and a half feet long and 43 and three quarter feet wide. The entry rooms of the gateways leading into the inner courtyard were 14 feet across and 43 and three-quarter feet wide. The entry room to the south gateway faced into the outer courtyard. It had palm tree decorations on its columns and there were eight steps leading to its entrance. Then he took me to the east gateway leading to the inner courtyard. He measured it, and it had the same measurements as the other gateways. Its guard alcoves, dividing walls, and entry rooms were the same size as those of the others, and there were windows along the walls and in the entry room. The gateway passage measured 87 and a half feet long and 43 and three-quarter feet wide. 
its entry room faced into the outer courtyard. It had palm tree decorations on its columns, and there were eight steps leading to its entrance. Then he took me around to the north gateway leading in the inner courtyard. He measured it, and it was the same measurements as the other gateways. The guard alcoves, dividing walls, and entry room of this gateway had the same measurements as in the others and the same window arrangements. The gateway passage measured 87 and a half feet long and 43 and three quarter feet wide. Its entry room faced into the outer courtyard and it had palm tree decorations on the columns. There were eight steps leading to its entrance. A door led from the entry room of one of the inner gateways into a side room where the meat for sacrifices was washed. On each side of this entry room were two tables where the sacrificial animals were slaughtered for the burnt offerings, sin offerings, and guilt offerings. Outside the entry room on each side of the stairs going up to the north entrance were two more tables, so there were eight tables in all, four inside and four outside, where the sacrifices were cut up and prepared. There were also four tables of finished stone for preparations of burnt offerings, each 31 and a half inches square and 21 inches high. On these tables were placed the butchering knives and other implements for slaughtering the sacrificial animals. There were hooks, each three inches long, fastened all around the foyer walls. The sacrificial meat was laid on the temple on the tables. Inside the inner courtyard were two rooms, one beside the north gateway facing south and the other beside the south gateway facing north. And the man said to me, the room beside the north inner gate is for the priests who supervise the temple maintenance. The room beside the south inner gate is for the priests in charge of the altar, the descendants of Zadok, for they alone of all the the Levites may approach the Lord to minister to him. Then the man measured the inner courtyard, and it was a square, 175 feet wide and 175 feet across. The altar stood in the courtyard in front of the temple. Then he brought me to the entry room of the temple. He measured the walls on either side of the opening to the entry room, and they were eight and three quarters feet thick. The entrance itself was 24 and a half feet wide, and the walls on each side of the entrance were an additional five and, three, five and a quarter feet long. The entry room was 35 feet wide and 21 feet deep. There were ten steps leading up to it, with a column on each side. After that, the man brought me to the sanctuary of the temple. He measured the walls on either side of the doorway, and they were seven, ten and a half feet thick. The doorway was seventeen and a half feet wide, and the walls on each side of it were eight and three-quarter feet long. The sanctuary itself was 70 feet long and 35 feet wide. Then he went beyond the sanctuary into the inner room. He measured the walls on either side of the entrance, and they were three and a half feet thick. 
The entrance was ten and a half feet wide, and the walls on each side of the entrance were twelve and a quarter feet long. The inner room of the sanctuary was 35 feet long and 35 feet wide. This, he told me, is the most holy place. Then he measured the wall of the temple, and it was ten and a half feet thick. There were there was a row of rooms along the outside wall. Each room was seven feet wide. These side rooms were built in three levels, one above the other, with 30 rooms on each level. The supports for the side rooms rested on the exterior ledges of the temple wall. They did not extend into the wall. Each level was wider than the one below it, corresponding with the narrowing of the temple wall as it rose higher. A stairway led up from the bottom level through the middle level to the top level. I saw that the temple was built on a terrace which provided a foundation for the side rooms. This terrace was ten and a half feet high. The outer wall of the temple's side rooms were was eight and three-quarter feet thick. This left an open area between these side rooms and the row of rooms along the outer wall of the inner courtyard. This open area was 35 feet wide and it went all around the temple. Two doors opened from the side rooms into the terrace yard, which was eight and three-quarter feet wide. One door faced north and the other south. A large building stood on the west, facing the temple courtyard. It was 122 feet wide, 157 and a half feet long, and its walls were eight and three-quarter feet thick. Then the man measured the temple, and it was 175 feet long. The courtyard around the building, including its walls, was an additional 175 feet in length. The inner courtyard to the east of the temple was also 175 feet wide. The building to the west, including the two walls, was also 175 feet wide. The Sanctuary the inner room and the entry room of the temple were all paneled with wood, as were the frames of the recessed windows. The inner walls of the temple were paneled with wood above and below the windows. The space above the door leading into the inner room and its walls inside and out were also paneled. All of the walls were decorated with carvings of cherubim each with two faces, and there was a carving of a palm tree between each of the cherubim. One face, that of a man, looked toward the palm tree on one side. The other face, that of a young lion, looked toward the palm tree on the other side. The figures were carved all along the inside of the temple, from the floor to the top of the walls, including the outer wall of the sanctuary. There were a square of columns at the entrance to the sanctuary, and the ones at the entrance of the most holy place were similar. There was an altar made of wood five and a quarter feet high and three and a half feet across. Its corners, base, and sides were all made of wood. This, the man told me, is the table that stands in the Lord's presence. Both the sanctuary and the most holy place had double doorways. 
Each had two swinging doors. The doors leading into the sanctuary were decorated with carved cherubim and palm trees, just as on the walls. And there was a wooden roof at the front of the entry room to the temple. On both sides of the entry room were recessed windows decorated with carved palm trees. The side rooms along the outside wall also had roofs. Ezekiel receives this vision from the Lord. He is taken to the Spirit to, to imagine this, this, new, this new temple complex. But at the beginning of our reading today in chapter 40, verse 4, it says this, Pay close attention to everything I show you. You have been brought here so I can show you many things. Then you will return to the people of Israel and tell them everything you have seen. This is 14 years after the destruction of Jerusalem and the destruction of Solomon's temple. 14 years have passed, and now Ezekiel is being given this vision of a temple. And he is not told to keep it to himself, just the opposite. He is told to tell the people when he returns from this vision. As the people are in captivity, this would be a point of hope. That yes, the grand temple of Solomon had been destroyed. But there was hope that there would be a temple once again. This was a reminder, another reminder, that God had not forgotten his people and that better days were ahead. Sometimes we all need that reminder that better days are ahead. It might seem rough right now, but God will be with us and that things will get better eventually. For Ezekiel and for the the people that were going to hear this vision, they would not see it with their own eyes because it would happen many years later. And yet they had the hope that better days were on the horizon. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.